So welcome to another episode of the Project Hourglass podcast. This is your host, Sean. And once again, I'm just recording another podcast as I do five times a week to help you ladies out there potentially drop five kilos and keep it off, potentially help you become the strongest, leanest and best versions of yourself and without doing any fad diets along the way. I honestly believe that this is where, and also the time of the year, people are looking for quick solutions. And although today I am not going to be talking about that, I am actually going to be talking about the time when I was my most unhealthiest version of me. And I remember what it feels like. I remember it so vividly that I honestly do not want to go back to that. So every now and then I have a bit of a reflection and it just happens to be today. Every Wednesday, I always do a bit of a reflection in case you didn't realize. And um, yeah, I'm going to really start to dial down on this so that you don't go down the same path as me. Now, I am not scripted for today. I'm literally just going off the cusp, really talking about what happened. So I can think of two honest occasions when this happened, and one of it was probably around 2016, and another one happened probably around 2022. Now, two of these times actually had very common issues. I was overworked. I was tired. I was always not showing up for my relationships, and I wasn't even showing up for myself. And I can remember the feeling of just feeling absolutely useless. I felt um, low in confidence. I actually wasn't very happy with how my body was looking, but also I wasn't happy with what my body was capable of doing. I was just always putting things um, to the side and putting other people in front of me. Now, that's not to say that's a bad thing, but let me tell you about why this actually happened. Because I do tend to have a very low self-esteem. I do tend to always feel like I need to impress someone. I have the need to always want someone's approval. And I felt like that was the reason why I just kept being so down on myself. So the two times that I did this, the first time was actually in 2016, when I gave so much to my work, seeking their approval, and it's the point where I was not even looking after myself. And the only person who was, fortunately, is now my wife, Nancy. And she was just saying to myself, like, do you really want to do this? And what I was doing was I was overworking. I was working more hours than the next person. I was trying to smash KPIs of what we we're trying to do. And this has probably left a really bitter taste in my mouth about working in corporate. But the funny thing was, I loved it because I was working for the approval of my managers until one day I was talking about how I didn't feel great and they felt like you they felt like they had to have this discussion with me and going, Sean, you've done it before, you have to do it again. And even though I was explaining to them that I was giving so much more than I needed to and for so much more than I had to, they still felt like they needed to raise those expectations with me because I had done it in the past. And because I had set the standard for myself to always perform at such a high level, they weren't accepting even just the, the standard of the job role to be what I could do. And it led me to really think and realize, why am I putting so much effort into a job where they want me to look after them before I looked after myself and even my family? And I had a bit of a self-reflection about what I really wanted in life. And also saying that I was looking amongst my peers because I didn't know the history of the company. I didn't know the history of the workers. And I just wanted to know 
is this something that is actually possible for me long term? And even though I was working in a corporate job, the corporate job was based around health and fitness. It was literally around other employers or employees who had the five-year degree that I did in exercise health and science, but also not living any sort of word or rhyme or rhythm about what the actual cause of our purpose was. No one exercised. No one had a really good relationship with their food because they had no time for it, so to speak. They even saying that the only way that they could really start to bond, which was quite sad actually, was getting absolutely shit-faced on the weekends. And me working in health and fitness before that role, I was a personal trainer for seven years at that time. So it was like four years ago. And I couldn't see myself wanting to work there when no one really liked exercise. Everyone really loved to go clubbing and shit-faced. And even though they were like in their 30s, and none of them really had a really healthy um, work-life balance and health, might I add, because no one there was really showing that they could balance with kids, family, health. And that's exactly what I wanted. So for me to always give to a job was really starting to affect me. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about was how it became my unhealthiest, because I kept looking for reasons to find what made me feel good. And what it worked at that time was definitely drinking a lot of alcohol. It was making sure that I could catch up on me time, so to speak. So I was actually staying up later than I needed to, and my sleep was absolutely horrible. I would justify by me working long hours for me to actually stay up later and not realize that this was paying a huge, massive payback or jet lag effect on me because then all I would I do to fill my cup I would then go eat more food, drink more alcohol, and stay up even later. And it just got worse and worse and worse. So what am I actually trying to tell you and help and share with you right now is how can you start to still thrive in your workplace whilst still also looking after yourself? Because these are the things that I wasn't doing. I was always looking for something to help me catch up for my health which was ironically not exercising and not eating well. So how about we think about what can you do and we always adapt the how mentality as opposed to the what mentality. We think about how can we make things work. Looking in, like looking back and reflecting, I was in such a combat of my identity. I was coming back from like the strongest I'd ever been as a powerlifter, but this corporate job or this job that I had wasn't allowing me to do it. And I want to put a hand on my heart. I take responsibility for this. I needed to change and I realized that I probably wasn't a powerlifter anymore and that I just needed to exercise for health and wellness. Now, for those of you who don't know, powerlifting was like three hours of training sessions. It's unrealistic. So how could I have done it? Looking back, being the person who has a how mentality, if I wanted to stay in a career like this, I needed to think that just because it's 20 minutes or 25 minutes of training, I need to understand that that is still better than no training at all. I had such a fixed perfectionist mentality that if it wasn't perfect, I might as well not do it. And that's something that I really struggled with for such a long time. And if I was in that situation again, for me to actually be the best version of me, I needed to understand that some exercise is better than none. And that's what I adapt right now. It took me a long time to get there, 
I'm still not perfect, but done is better than none. The second thing was making sure that I wake up and actually looking after me first because every single time I woke up, I was like, okay, check my work phone, go to work as fast as possible, get things done, always ask to do more things, regardless of the job itself. I never really put me first, even if it was for 30 to 45 minutes. And me first, sometimes also looking at what you do last on the last day. Because I felt like I wasn't actually fulfilling what I needed to fill my cup, I wasn't actually being able to feel like I could actually do something. Let me talk, try and like explain that a little bit more clearly. Because I woke up and the first thing I did was go to work, and then because the work hours are so long, I found that I only needed to stay up later to try and catch up. So how could I have changed this looking back? Why didn't I just wake up earlier to look what, what I needed to do? Even if it was a five-minute walk, a 10-minute walk, reading my book for a few minutes and just not looking at my work phone because I wasn't on call, I felt the need that I needed to always overwork myself and give more than the job actually demanded. So imagine if I didn't have my work phone on me and I did one or two hours waking up a little bit earlier to look after me. That is probably a massive thing that I probably learned right now. And the reason why I'm saying that now, and I can say that now is because you do have to lose before you win. Because a few years later, I actually opened up my own gym. And even though that sounds like a really massive deal, especially if you're a fitness um, if you work in fitness, the next role sometimes is to open gym. And I didn't know anything about business. And that was when I started even working harder and longer and realizing I wasn't putting me first. So that's why I say now that I know this, and I call it my $10,000 lesson. If you're listening to this right now, learn from me in my $10,000 lesson. Make sure you have a timetable and actually put hard non-negotiables on this what time you start your shift, what time you close your shift, and then putting in the things that you need to do. Because if you're saying to yourself right now that you work nine to five and then you have a gap between five and you know, nine o'clock when you say you're going to the gym, you probably need to realize you're not as productive as you could be and you're also not setting the boundaries for yourself in a healthy relationship with yourself. Because if you can do 20 minutes along the way, and once again, done is better than none. That really helps you out. Now, one of the things that I want to really touch base on was, even though I may have not had time to food prep, becoming my unhealthiest was because I kept thinking I needed to make up for something else. I kept feeling like I needed to fill up my overworked and justifying it with being overworked and catching up with me by eating, eating up and burgers three or four times per week when really all I wanted to do was hang out with my then girlfriend now wife and unfortunately I didn't look at the healthiest suggestions at the time even saying that when it came to lunch times I justified for like oh, I'll just buy something out here and I'll buy something out there but I wasn't seeing what was actually the healthier options in the area too and that's why I post so many things right now about healthier options that you can find potentially buy without having to cook or even cook fast as well so i became my unhealthiest honestly not because of the job that'd be me blaming someone else but because of me i was on un my unhealthiest 
in the environment of a job, but it was all internally me. Imagine if I had just set some healthy boundaries myself, exercising 20 minutes every second day or third day, as opposed to whinging that I haven't trained because I can't fit a three-hour training session, I would have been in a healthier position as well. Imagine instead of trying to eat my emotions with burgers and chips and eating out three or four times a week and drinking alcohol all the time, I realized that my emotions were making me make unhealthy decisions. But my mindset was so closed towards this that I couldn't see that it was affecting me. I blamed everyone else apart from myself. And I would say that I do not have or did not have such a strong how mentality. And I definitely did not have a strong growth mentality. Now, hand on my heart, I'll tell you right now, because I found that I didn't really like the job, I was also self-sabotaging by justifying that I could do all these things and I needed to move out of it. And if I really, really wanted to love that job, I needed to adapt all those things I mentioned before by growing mentally and actually realizing that if I wanted this role, I chose it. And if I wanted to be healthier, I need to be happier with the decisions I made because no one else's fault. I kind of actually started this podcast with me blaming everyone else. But as I reflect, like I said, this is non-scripted. If I really wanted to work, if I really wanted to see success, that was on me and I'll blame myself now. So it's pretty powerful with these podcasts. I just realized I'm actually self-reflecting that if I wanted to be successful in anything, and hopefully you're listening to this too, that it all really comes to yourself because you can't control what other people think, but you can control how you feel, how you react, and also how you choose to prioritize as well. And I think one of the favorite books that I've actually read, even though I don't really recommend it, to be honest, is called Extreme Ownership. And with my unhealthiest, with my fittest, I need to be able to own both things. So me being in my unhealthiest positions, I need to accept that I chose every single decision leading up to it. I chose in that job role to not exercise for two or three hours, or should I say not to exercise for 20 minutes, because I felt like that was not worth my time. Fast forward five or six years now, I'm actually very proud if I can exercise 20 or 30 minutes. Anyway, team, I want to appreciate, I want to say thank you to anyone who's tuned into the lives, either on Facebook or Instagram. If you're listening to this on the Project Hourglass podcast, I just want to say thank you for dedicating your time, your ears, and your support. I actually want to share something. I remember on the 1st of January, 2023, I dedicated myself to release at least one podcast episode every single week. And I have done that. I didn't think that I would get this many podcast downloads. And although it's not as high as other people out there, I don't care. I'm proud about what I've done. And I've got it to almost 3,000 downloads in the year of 2023. And I know in 2024, I want to grow it even more. So I can only thank you if you're listening to this. The only way I can really ask for any more from you guys is if you could share it with a friend, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, if you're going to share it as well, you can also screenshot the episode you're listening to and tag me on Instagram. If you're listening to this live, just keep tuning in. And if you haven't already, you can also check out all the other podcast episodes that started on the 1st of January. 
please only listen to like episode 70 onwards. Anything before that is a bit rough and I highly don't recommend it. But what I'm dedicating myself to right now, and I'm going to hold myself accountable to this, in 2024, I'm going to release five episodes every single week. And I'm going to make sure that I deliver high value content that is going to help you lose five kilos, keep it off, but also saying that keep you going as well, the healthiest way possible. Because January always comes with a huge influx of people who want to be healthy and fit. I want to get ahead of the curve and really help you with this. And I want to keep doing it for the rest of my life because this is what I'm passionate about. And that's why I honestly say not a lot of personal trainers last more than five years. And I'm very fortunate that I've been able to do this for almost my 13th year now. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this. Thank you so much. If you want to take part in my six-week challenge for 2024, just send me a DM on Instagram, send me a DM on Facebook as well, or comment on the actual live itself and just say 2024, and I will help you out with all the details. You can listen about it, you can hear about it, and I'll send you those. That's all I've got for today. Thank you, everybody, and keep building momentum.